Because by the time you read about it in the Wall Street Journal, it's already too late. Nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways. The only problem you're going to have is that you didn't buy more. Let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you with my secretary with an exact confirmation. Buy or sell time here on the whole show, powered by Chevron. Be honest, like, be real. You buying or selling, the Joker is now official. It's official in your brain. That he's a top ten player of all time. I am buying. <laughs> buying that big time. Buying two talents. Boatloads of it. Just whatever that is, buy it. Buy it, buy it, buy it. And then when he's the greatest player of all time, we sell our stock and retire, Angel. We sell it for millions. That's what we're doing. So we're both buying that. It's surprising. He's so a really good, good player. He's like, just really good. Watching through even his old stuff, stuff in the playoffs last year. When he turns it on, when he gets angry, when he's playing like he wants to, you can't stop this guy. He is the lightning. I love that so much. The lightning is coming. Unforgiving. The lightning is coming. God, I need that on a t-shirt. I need that along with our 3-3-2-2-1 plus 3. Mix them together. No one will know what the hell we're talking about. Thomas Bryant, are you buying that he should get a ring? Or are you selling that? He's getting a ring tonight, even though he has to leave the facilities. As soon as he gets it, he has to be escorted out because he's suspended. He can't be there. You buying or selling it? I'm buying it because he contributed just as much as Ish Smith did. Sure. Ish yep. got a ring, too. Yep. I buy it as well. I do not buy Bones Highland getting a ring. He wasn't on the roster that that was in the playoffs. Is on it when they started the year. That's fine. I don't, and I know Bones was the better producer for the Nuggets than Thomas Bryant, hands down. But Thomas was on the roster when they got into the playoffs. But did he do anything? In no, the he did. Well, practice. He was there practicing. He was helping him in practice and stuff. So I would say Thomas over Bones. Bones wasn't there. You weren't on the. That, that is my criteria. If you if you weren't on the roster when you won it, you shouldn't get a ring. Hmm. Sixty percent of the season with them. Yeah, but everybody didn't like you know Jamal couldn't stand him, and Jamal right. is the golden everybody. child. Jamal is the golden child. J- Joker is the oldest. You know he's the responsible one. He gets everything done. Jamal is like Michael Malone's. Come here, you. You know I love you. Who made you mad? Oh, ho, ho, get out of here, Bones. So who's the middle child? Porter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we relate to him. <laughs> MPJ is the middle child of the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> he really is. Okay. I, I've lost the track of these names. But Tanner gave us a tight end that's speaking, said birds aren't real, basically. You got another player that came out out of, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where I had it here, Angel. That basically said that space and planets weren't real either. Are you buying or selling that they're not met? Like, are they messing with us? Are you buying what they're selling? Like, are they being genuine? You got some tight end saying that he thinks that power lines are just power charging stations for pigeons, so they're not real. And then there was another player that came out and said 
I don't really believe in space and planets and stuff. The wor- the the flat Earth actually has. There's a lot of truth behind that. Do you buy that they really believe this stuff, or are they messing with everybody? I mean, I buy it as much as Will Levis drinks his coffee with mayonnaise. <laughs> but that actually These guys happened. are weird. You That's don't think weird. they're just messing with people? Because they, they grew up with Twitter and social media, and they know how these things go. They can screw around a little bit. I mean, it's like, you, you think know, they really... Kyrie has his flat earth stuff, but Kyrie has a lot of other stuff that gets him in trouble. So you buy that they believe this stuff? Sure. It's going to get it's gonna get these teams to look at you for a second longer. <laughs> See, that guy thinks outside of the He's box. He's crazy. We could use him on our offense. He thinks birds are robots. And he I thinks know, space. But he can block pretty well. We they don't like think that. space exists. Planets. I don't even think about space. I didn't even think about the next game. Do that on your own time. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what you think of space. What was it, Cardell Jones? I didn't. I don't come to school to play learn or to play school. I come to school to play football. Yeah. And where is he now? In, not even in the United Football. <laughs> what was his quote? It's the best quote. It's almost as good as that bowler that's like, who do you think you are? I am. Cardell Jones is up there. I didn't come here to school. Came here to play football. <laughs> that is my favorite quote. We ain't come to play school. Mm, love that. We ain't come to play school. It's exactly right. Give me my money. Why should we have to go to class if we came here to play football? We ain't come to play school. Exactly. Classes are pointless. Boom. Well, apparently at class, they're, what are they teaching you? You got guys lining up for the for their uh, to the podium, saying space isn't real and birds are charging at power line stations. So clearly, they're not going to class, or maybe they are. What are they teaching at college, Angel? You were there recently. I, I have no. I lost track of what they were teaching. Those general education programs are all over the place. Yeah. Once you specify it, it's a little easier. Yeah, I, I I sympathize with Cardell Jones. It's why you brought me here. I ain't playing school. Playing third, football. Third string quarterback at the time. Yeah, that's right. But still, why do we have to go to class? Yeah, you know what? Why do you? It doesn't matter. Play on the team? They're not even... The, the classes they take are just whatever. Sure, but you could still have to pass those whatever classes. Seriously, it's like underwater basket weaving. It's bowling. You know? Uh, buy or sell that what George Carl is doing is okay. Are you buying George Carl? He, Kenya Martin retorted, and he said, if it wasn't for George Carl being our head coach, we would have won champ- a championship. If we had a better coach, we would have won. George tweeted this out. We've lost our shared ability to disagree effectively. Disagreement is healthy and important. We grow from it. When done respectfully and with curiosity, don't don't avoid disagreement. Embrace it. Listen and learn from it. And I don't know if he's being political or what he's doing. But George, man, I listen, I got respect for you. You guys know this. Stay off Twitter. Get off of it. It's hurting your image, man. You buy or sell that George is hurting his image doing the Twitter thing. I would buy that. Yeah. I think he's 
maybe trying to ride on the coattails of what the Nuggets are doing. I think right so. Now. I think he's trying to use their popularity as oh oh. By the way, right before here was George Carl, who was the sixth winning coach. You wouldn't have this Malone guy if you didn't get rid of me. Yeah, I think I think unfortunately he is. He's tweeting about the Nuggets nonstop. He's tweeting about Joker, and again, there's a difference. But there's a lot of selfishness in some of these tweets. But I also find it very hypocritical. Very disappointingly hypocritical. That in his book, no one's there to question him at that moment. He just writes whatever he wants to write. And I'm not saying that those things weren't true. Maybe they were. But he put Kenyon Martin down pretty pretty badly. He talks about his personal life and the fact that he didn't have a father. and Maybe he'd be a better whatever. That That's, that's something, man. And you're mad that Mello and Martin are coming out talking about your basketball stuff. You took some pretty deep digs on both of those guys, especially Kenyon Martin. Talked about a stuttering problem. I mean, that's not your story to tell in that book. And I'm listen, I love the book. It's all over the damn place, but it's entertain it's an entertaining read. It's just a guy that writes a book like that better freaking know how to take it. You can't write a tell all and tell all and then be mad when people start doing what you did. I mean, that's ridiculous, man. I I gotta tell you, it's starting to bug me. This George stuff is really starting to bug me. First advantage text line, 888-530-0043. I 100%... Okay, let's read some of your stuff here. I, I 100% buy that they believe this stuff. Most people in our country know more about the NFL and pop star relationships than they do about the Supreme Court. It's true. It's probably true, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is probably true. I don't know what else to say to that. It's, I mean, it's, I, I'm not... Like, I, I won't sit here and tell you I'm the smartest person in the history of the world, but sometimes when these guys answer that way, and you, you, I think it's a joke, and then they don't believe it, or they do believe it. They actually believe that stuff. It's like, what are you... Are you going to school? Do you pick up books? Who's your teacher? Are you listening while they teach? Do you close your ears? Do you cover your ears up? Texter, George can't hurt his image. Nobody has more career first-round playoff losses than him. (laughs) Uh, That's a good zing there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And it sucks because I'm a big George Carl fan. But I just don't like what he's doing. And Kenyon Martin has every right. To go at George, if you read, go read Furious George and read what he said. This isn't he didn't say like the worst things in the world about Kenny Martin, but he definitely speaks about his upbringing and who he gives detailed accounts of Kenyon's injuries and how he didn't want to play and his attitude and all that stuff. And listen, as a as a reader, oh, it's entertaining because I was, you know, anybody that followed the Nuggets in that time, that was a very interesting time in Nuggets history. So you you obviously want to you want to read about that stuff. You want to read about those personalities that were there. But they're also people. So books are great and all, but when you put a book out there and you're telling real stories about real people and those real people read those stories, they might come back at you. And you can't be getting on Twitter. Stop bringing up stuff from 20 years ago. I thought that was the the the, the one of the most tasteless tweets I've seen in a while. Now, again, talking in the sports world. You as a head coach Come at Carmelo Anthony for just saying that George told you he thought you were overrated. That's not even the end of the world. You said a lot worse about Melo in your book. 
But for George to then fire back and say, stop bringing up stuff from 20 years ago. Let's move on. Last I checked, you're probably still getting a check for that book you wrote. And you're probably increasing your book sales by doing this. Maybe not. Unless you just regret it. If, if, he, if George came out and said, I regret writing that book, I would start to give him a pass on some of this stuff. But I don't think that that's happening. It, he wrote it like three years ago, dude. Was it four years ago? Something like that. 18 minutes after the hour. Let's take a short break. It's the whole show powered by Chevron on Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1 at 1310 KFKA. Your home for UNC basketball. 103.1 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. This is Mike Rice, voice of UNC basketball, and you're listening to The Whole Show on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. The Colorado State football schedule is official now. August 31st, the Rams start their season at Texas. September 7th, they'll be home against Angels' Northern Colorado Bears. I don't own the team. Those are Ed Lambs. Ed Lambs Lambs Bears. Ed Lambs Bears going up against the Rams. Yes. Should be fun. September 14th, the biggie. Home against the Colorado Buffaloes. Prime times, Buffaloes. Prime times, Buffaloes. There's going to be drama. Jay Norvell's not going to be wearing hats or sunglasses. Prime time's going to be wearing double the amount of hats and sunglasses. Shador won't let the two even talk. And we're going to have just a little fun, you know, back and forth. That's going to be fun leading up. Do you think Jay Norvell calms down his pregame approach, his pre-week approach to this game after what happened last year? No. You think he doubles down? Maybe, maybe he doesn't talk about moms or anything. Maybe he talks about the exchange they had at the end of the game last year and how it was on, how it was kind of crap because they ain't good with each other. No, they're not good. Was, My whole theory was wrong. They were. This was not fake. That was tense. Yeah, that video, like Shador's, like in the middle telling Primetime, "Don't hit him, don't hit him." Primetime's get get away. What are you talking about? They shake hands. It was fine. And then Jay said, hey, I didn't mean that personally about your mom. And then Primetime goes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And then Shador, like, time to leave with his watch thing. I can't. There's and, thousands of students in front of me. Jay, like, turns around. He's like, oh, pff, whatever. Fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If that's what you want to believe, fine. So they ain't, they ain't good. Not at all. And then, of course, yeah. you had the aftermath stuff, the, the, uh, the, Travis Hunter and, and Henry Blackburn stuff that was just exhausting. Just I, I, it was awful. Oh, and that's you know even though they've made up and went bowling together, the fans are oh. still. That was a dirty hit. Pro, no, like, that was a clean hit. Prime oh, fans are still just like going at it, you know. And even Primetime came out and said, "Dude, he's playing hard. It's a good hit. It's legal. Got penalized. What more do you want?" Travis Hunter. Before they went bowling, he's like, guy's playing football. Travis came back to play, right? He he still plays football. He's fine. Henry's fine. 
We're all fine. Yeah, we're all good. Everybody's good. Don't worry anymore. Until September 17th. And then, yeah. Then someone's going to say something. Oh, that's going to be so who, much who, who swings first, metaphorically? Don't know. I don't know if Jay takes will. the first jab? Like, is Prime going to say, hey, we, you know, these guys said some stuff last year and we want to go get them? Or is Jay like, no, I stand by what I said. I didn't like how we ended things, so we got to get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And what's the hype about CU going into that game? Are they 3-0 and and talk of the town? or What's their more? schedule? Do you have their schedule in front of you? I could probably find it. I'd like to check it out and see what their schedule looks like. CSU, though, home against UTEP September 21st, and then they'll start this Pac-2 thing. They're October 5th, they'll be at Oregon State. Buffs will start. Uh, home against North Dakota State at Nebraska, week two, and then at CSU. So, Who's the first game? No, oh, that's North right. Dakota State. So, I mean, they could be one and one. They could be one and one. They could be two and zero. Oh, they could be zero oh and two. I, I see possibilities on that. I mean, North Dakota State, Angel. That's it's not a team no to mess. That's no FCS pushover. You don't want to mess around with that team. That's not a game check game. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, and you know. You know those guys would love to be the color buffs. Everyone does. Yeah. But, man, put yourself on the map. Pull off that win. CSU home uh, game in the Mountain West. Well, I guess the Oregon State game is kind of a Mountain West game. It's kind of not. It, it is, but it won't count against their conference record. It, it's basically for Oregon State to accrue a record, basically, yeah. so they can have enough games. So they won't play Washington State this year. They'll probably get them the next year. I'm guessing it'll be every other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're home against San Jose State. Then they're at Air Force. Home against New Mexico. At Nevada. Home against Wyoming. At Fresno State. Home against Utah State. That's a pretty significant home schedule there. The The Buffs game and the Wyoming game alone should really... Fill that thing up, man. I mean, that, that's that should be those should be crazy, a crazy atmosphere. Assuming CSU is good by November sixteenth when they play Wyoming. With Wyoming's got a new new head coach, filled up with CSU fans or opposing fans. I think what, which one? CU? Both. I don't know. I know Wyoming's going to travel. I know. I know they travel well. I know CU Buffs fans probably been trying to get tickets for as long as they can, but. Rams fans, if you're getting out early, hopefully you're getting out in front of it. It's a good, it's a good slate. They don't have, they have no back to back road weeks, uh, road road weeks. They have a back to, they go host Northern Colorado, host Colorado, host UTEP. They have three weeks in a row where they're at home, but they have no games where it's like back to back road trips. They don't have Hawaii. Yeah. This is, uh, no, they don't have Hawaii. No, no, no. Same nope. trip. Don't have Hawaii on the mix. That must have changed a little bit because of the Oregon State thing. Mm-hmm. So not everybody's playing the way they That's normally would. Oregon State? Yeah, it's that. Yep. No, that'll be tough. Yeah, it could be a battle. That'll be a battle. <sighs> Rams will go 0-1. They will beat UNC. They'll go 1-1. I, I... Are you going to save that prediction? <laughs> For now, well, yeah, this isn't official until well, 
You, you say that, but some fan out there is going to clip it and say, yeah, that's what Brady said back in February 29th, but it's 29th, so maybe it doesn't count. It doesn't count today. It's not official until they're in the picks when we start that all over again next year. I think they're going to beat CU. They're going to start the season 2-1. and one. They're going to beat UTEP 3-1. and one. I think they lose to Oregon State 3-2. and two. Did they beat San Jose State? How good was San Jose State last year? around the same maybe so, a little better. All right, I'll give him a win there. So I've got him at 4 and 4 and 2 at Air Force, 4 and 3. They'll beat New Mexico at home 5 and 3 at Nevada. Congratulations Jay Norvell. You got revenge again. You're 3 and 0 against Nevada and you got yourself into a bowl game for the first time since uh, being a head coach for CSU. So you got your 6th home against Wyoming, new coach. They got a lot of new faces, new quarterback. Like CSU to win that game. They're seven at Fresno State. At Fresno State, let's say they probably lose that. Home against Utah State. I'll say they drop that one. You drop one home game. So I, that would, if I agree with you, that would mean they're seven and five. Yes, respectable. Are, are Rams fans happy with seven and five? Well, you didn't beat the Buffs, so no, I haven't beaten the Buffs. Oh, then. And I haven't beaten Wyoming, not Air Force. Two and one in rivalry games, and you're and you've won seven. I think I think people are really happy with that. So, that's what I have for now. I don't know. Things change, Angel. Big Hub says, <laughs> randomly says, guys being dudes. Adazio, yeah, Big Hub loved Adazio. Not really. I'm planning on. He said I'm planning on coming to a spring practice, and we'll definitely attend. The Rocky Mountain Showdown. Yeah, spring ball's coming up right around the corner. uh, Texter here says, Prime is a marketing genius. It's better marketing if the rivalry is stoked a bit. Oh, no disagreements for me. Aside from the Henry Blackburn stuff and the death threats, that was everything I wanted it to be. It was overwhelming for even my brain. Because Buffs fans were going at me like in a different way than I'm used to. I'm used to people calling me an idiot because of my takes. I'm not used to people taking personal attacks at my child and my family. So that was a different world for me. New area. New spot. But I, but I mean, I wanted this. I wanted this to be juicy. I wanted this to be the most talked about. And it was. It achieved everything we've ever wanted. Now go win, CSU. Flying Dutchman says, I'm ecstatic at 7-5 and five for the Rams. Oh, yeah, and Jay Norvell's not even near the hot seat anymore. And you got new, um, you know, John Weber's pretty happy with everything. All this great stuff. Oh, we got a text here I want to promote. I want to promote on the Rock Slicker for the next two weeks. They'll be celebrating 13 years on the Rock Slicker, celebrating 13 years. On March 13th, they're going to be doing discounts, giveaways, snacks, and drawings in appreciation for all of their loyal customers. That's it. On the Rocks Liquor, half a mile south of Highway 34 on 47th Avenue. 33 minutes after the hour, let's take a quick break. Angel, let's get the latest on the local sports flash. This is Steve Fairchild at FairchildQBTraining.com, and you are listening to The Whole Show on 1310 KFKA.
I really appreciate the Greeley Tribune and uh, and uh, Anna Delaney and De- Delaney, excuse me, putting out this story about um, our our podcast with head coach Ed Lamb. We do this every week, Angel. It's called Football Fifty Two. I don't know if you've had a chance to sit in and listen to these. It takes they're time consuming, but man, it's they're information packed. If you want to learn about UNC football and Ed Lamb, this is where you go. Yeah, I listened to a little bit of the uh, the talk with the wide receivers coach. Yeah, um, about the impact that he's going to be able to bring. Uh, I know you guys talked about there's getting into the, they're getting into their workout program. I know that they take that very seriously. Uh, see some of the videos they put out on social media, get you motivated. Yeah, I, I want to get in there. And, Work out with these guys and lift a barbell. Yeah, I think about it until I start watching the video. I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing, well, huh? They're yelling at each other and it's loud and yeah. intense. Yeah. Man, I tell you, though, Ed has been so good on these podcasts. He's so willing to go into it and talk about the roster and the environment and you know what it's going to take to try to get back, to get this thing back. Because let's face it, UNC football hasn't been good since they joined D1 football. Back when I was in college, they were making that transition. So freshman in college, Angel, was it 2004 or 5, they started to make that transition, which took some time. Isn't that something? That long ago. And maybe Ed Lamb's going to be the guy to do it. I, I hope so. I mean, feels like he is really building this thing his way. And last year, as any coach would be, you come into a situation and you almost feel handcuffed. Because... You kind of have to. He wanted to honor the kids that had already been promised scholarships and stuff, so he wanted to honor that. But they're not necessarily your idea of who you want to represent your program. Yeah, and we know his his methods towards recruiting. He wants to get Colorado kids, and now he's got two classes worth of those. Um, from what I've seen on just social media and stuff, the the coach buy in from the entire staff has been very very fun to see. They're all pumped up. They all seem like they're on the same page. Um, and you, when you have a leader like Ed Lamb, a guy that knows what he's doing, a guy that's been in this situation before, it, there's a confidence to it. You know, you, you know, football season's still months away, but the work that you're doing right now, and that's very cliche coach talk, but the work you're doing right now in February into March, spring ball starting up soon, that's going to set the culture and the identity of what this team's going to be. Moving yeah. into now year two with him, and now it's, this is Ed Lamb's team. Yeah, you're starting to get more of that. And, and hiring this uh, Regal coach, too, that came out of this Canadian uh, college football team that was trying to just upstart and get going. You know, a lot of people look at that, maybe take the negative approach of, oh, you hired a guy that had a football program that, that just completely shut down. Well, it was a startup kind of thing. It was going to be a big battle to get it going. And so the fact that he took that on, I think it's a big thing. From what I've heard, he's a very good coach. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited about this guy, and it's a wide receivers coach. I mean, yeah, hopefully he moves up the ranks, all that stuff. But the more it's it's tough for me when I do these because the more I get to know Ed Lamb, like you're really you're pulling for him even more, and that's how I am with all these coaches. But you still got to be real, you know. You got to be real, and if next season is more of the same, I don't know what you do. I mean, do you give it the long-term approach? Like, I mean, Ernest Collins Jr. got a lot of years before they were finally ready to move on. But, you know, they got the Ed McCaffrey thing. So, I, I do believe he's going to get the time that he, he deserves, as any head coach should get. And it, and it is difficult. 
to win. So you do have to understand that, especially in this day and age. I think the pressure should be a little bit less because of the transfer portal and stuff. But you got to get people in the stands. And I do think that that's what happens when you recruit Colorado kids. Moms and dads and grandma and grandpa and cousin Jim and all that stuff. Imagine if Tanner played for the UNC Bears. You know how many cousins would come out to that party? He's got four million of them. You could fill the stadium there. What about the cows? You could bring the cows along too. I don't know. Ed Lamb might be against that. But I'm just saying, you you go after guys that have a... They live here. So their family, their friends, they're going to come out. Each kid might, on any given Saturday, have about 10 minimum coming out to that game. I mean, I saw a lot of that last year going to games, sitting on the in, in the home field side and just sitting behind groups of parents and cousins and friends and high school recruits that were there as well from the from local areas. So it's he he's very sure about what he's doing. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Football 52. We record it every Tuesday and then it comes out a couple hours after that depending and then it's available through our channels here. It goes through the whole show channels on on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, 1310kfk.com. It's always there. Big Hub says CSU at home could be a huge upset over over the Buffs. I I don't know. This is based on fe- uh, February 29th. It's not even a real day. I'll break into it more. I, I want to see the real improvements on the offensive line and learn more about that with CU because that's where they needed to improve the most. For CSU, what would you say the biggest question mark is? Is it Freddie Banks and this defense being able to, because two years ago, they were kind of what, that was their thing, surprisingly. Two years ago, it was all about Freddie Banks and the defense. This year, they certainly had their moments and they had their games, but this year it was about the quarterback and Torrey Horton and, and Dallin Holker doing their thing. I think the bigger, the biggest question is going to be Braden Fowler and Nicolosi. Much was made about the $600,000 that he was offered to go play somewhere else. Well, that puts a lot of pressure on him. That story coming out the way it did, which I don't disagree with Jay Norvell doing it. It rattled the cages and got people talking and probably got them some some uh, you know money going toward the uh, uh, green and gold guard. But Angel, what happens if he's terrible in the first three weeks? You going to bench the guy that pushed away $600,000 to stay with your program? Bench the guy that replaced the guy that you brought over from your previous school? Who's now in Florida? Yeah. Did did Was that the right move? Was that the right football move for, for Coach Norvell to call Kevin Lytle and say, hey, we got to get this out there, man. We're getting, we're fighting for our lives. And I don't, like, I believe all that stuff's true. Absolutely, it's true. I mean, I don't, is that numbered the truth? I, I don't know. It's what Jay Norvell says, and I have no reason to believe or not to believe him. I think from a big picture scale, it's, hey, this is what's going on in college football, and you need to be aware that it's not just the big schools that have to deal with this. Small scale, it's, we think we have a good enough quarterback that other schools are calling for him. And, you know, it's his team now, BFN, so do it. Did he go into the season last year thinking this is my team and was there, you know, the the whole benching thing was weird with Washington State? Did he already know something was going on there? Who's to say, but now it's your team. you got to show that and you got to lead with that kind of mentality. I think there's a lot of pressure on BFN. I hope he can handle it, and I think he can. 
But that that's a lot to put on somebody. You know, hey, I went out for you. I went out on a freaking limb for you. I told the world that someone's tr- teams are trying to get you for $600,000 and that you chose us and you you chose the loyalty route, which I'd be curious at how much he's getting from the green and gold guard. Does he get 600000 I don't think so. The car or something? You know? I mean, he's, what, a sophomore? Yeah. I don't know. $50 gift certificate to, like, you know, Nordy's or something? Maybe. Nordy's is good. So that'd be... I had Nordy's recently. That'd be worth it to you? Stick around? Yeah, I mean, barbecue's not cheap. No. It's a $50 gift certificate. Might not take you far. Get you a two-person <laughs> platter and maybe some banana pudding. Yeah. Um, th- no, there's, there's going to be pressure on him. Because now it's, you know, hey, if you struggle... You're going to put it on me to bench the dude that chose us over money. But then I think his story should come out after that and said, well, no, it wasn't just that. He got 700000 from us. So he- Also, if I think Norvell, the pressure of that, putting the story out there, but also it's your third year. We've talked about he's in the room with the chair. He's not on the chair, but he's in the room with it. Yeah, he's in the room. If you bench your quarterback two years in a row, ugh, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Can it be football season yet? I'm ready. I know we were footballed Brady, we out. Got, we yeah. have a Nuggets championship. To we have a Nuggets championship that's going to happen. We have an Avs playoff run to get through. How many, let's predict, but before we get to that opening kickoff, which is when, when did I say? August 31st at Texas for CSU. Um, how many things will have transpired? The Nuggets winning their second championship? I believe so. Are the Avs winning their second cup in three years? Not. I'm not, I'm not. Totally sure yet. The Rams got into March Madness? Probably. The Buffs got into March Madness? Maybe. The Bears got into March Madness? Maybe. Uh, Russell Wilson left for, Russell you know, Wilson, Sean clear, Payton have made up. Clear, and everything's good. They've made up and he's a Bronco ready to go. Everything's good. And we're we're fine. We got through that. He's drafted a quarterback and Russ is staying. Mm-hmm. That's a wild angel. It That's wild of you. No, oh, they hate each other. Like, I just, oh, it's not good. What else am I missing? Oh, the Rockies by August 31st will be. Yeah? Sam Billiards? It will be at least over 500. Sam Hilliard? You remember Sam Hilliard? <laughs> yes. From a couple years ago? I purposely get the names wrong because it makes Tanner. So incredibly, unbelievably mad. It just—it's so much fun for me. Maybe he's a guy that can bring in some experience oh, from his yes. other teams. He absolutely. Hey, this yeah. is how they're doing things in Atlanta. I know we're not Atlanta, but hey, zero question. And Chris Bryant hit a home run yesterday. <laughs> he did. As long as he stays healthy, Chris Bryant will be healthy in August. That's all you can hope for. Yes. And that the team will be over 500. Well, that would be... If it's one game, so... By be. August 31st, if this team is over 500, they're happy. You're, a lot of people are happy. And, and I owe kind of you, but mainly Tanner, an apology. You don't have to... I will do a public apology. It's, it's the Rockies. It's, they're there. They're playing baseball. And well, it's, all this, we can ask. it's like I'm not the only one. It's You know in Game of Thrones when Jon Snow's standing there with his sword and all the, all the, the enemy... Uh, armies coming at him on the horses, and he's just standing there by himself. That's Tanner. Only no one's coming to save him. Nobody. There's, there's no Knights of the Vale coming around the corner. No, there's no Knights of the Vale. They're just like, there's Tanner. He's getting right. Yeah, but is it? Is this worth it? 
this fight worth it? Anybody? No? You guys come oh, in or? Too late. <laughs> just got trampled. Oh. <laughs> uh, what else? What else is going to happen by then? Joker wins his third MVP? Yes. Even though there's media people, or Kendrick Perkins, our old friend, said Sabonis should win the MVP. Sabonis is a great no, player. Oh, come on. But he's just... He's not on Jokic's level. You no. saw what he did to him last night. Well, and didn't last year he got hurt because his chest, like, disappeared or something or caved Draymond in? Draymond Green's foot went into it, yes. But he was out for, like, 18,000 years or something like that? That tends to happen Lost when you his cross sternum. Draymond. He will crush you. Mm. Uh, the Bron- so in your mind, by August 31st, the Broncos are not, they do not have a rookie quarterback on their roster. I think they do. They th- you think they keep Russ? Bye-bye, Jerry. I think Jared. they go the Packers route and... And they take J.J. McCarthy and they put him on the bench. And J.J. McCarthy's the backup quarterback for the Denver Broncos, and Russell Wilson's the starter. Or Jared Stidham. See, I think it's going to be Jared Stidham and J.J. McCarthy. Although I think if it's Stidham, you're going to have a hard time keeping the fans at bay asking for the rookie. Maybe. If you got to get... Listen to the show, folks. Broncos country. You get the logic here. What did we learn? Coming up next, it's the whole show powered by Chevron. A Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1 at 1310 KFKA. to speed with the Rams with the Isaiah Stevens Show on Northern Colorado's Voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. This is your UNC Bears head men's basketball coach, Steve Smiley, and you're listening to the whole show on 1310 KFKA. Go Bears! The next time you get angry over a bad play, remember you need teamwork to win, not arguments. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Hey, hey, what do you say? We all had a special day. Now turn to a friend and say what you learned today. What do we learn on this 29th day of February? Uh, I learned a lot today. I learned Russell Wilson's the bad guy, but also the Broncos are the bad guy. I learned that Nikola Jokic is the best player in the history of the world, at least top 10. And you know what? Braden Fowler Nicolosi is, he's going to be under a lot of pressure next year because of, well, everything, but also that story that came out from Kevin a few months ago about $600,000 and all that. So Angel, what'd you learn today? Uh, that the Nuggets are getting ready for a great playoff run and possibly never, another title run. Might never lose again. Uh, big matchup tonight, back-to-back. Second of the three back-to-backs in this last stretch of games. Looks like everyone's going to be playing again. Starters got a lot of rest last night, so that's good. Uh, but the Heat are out a number of players. Yep. Don't take them lightly. Just win the game. Go after them. No getting down by 14. Don't Don't play with your food anymore. Just go off. Nuggets minus four and a half. I'm giving you my my tip of the day. Yeah, four and a half. Leading scorer? Uh, Joker. Joker tonight. Nice. Let's go Joker tonight. He takes care of business. Okay, that will do it for us. Rams Weekly is coming up at 5 o'clock with me and uh, Kevin Lytle. So we'll dive into all things Colorado State Rams. And then tonight, pregame starting at 6 o'clock, we have the UNC Bears-Weber State game 6.30 tip-off, I believe. Right? Or is it 6.37? There we go. 7 o'clock tip-off. Mike Rice will be on the call. Huge game coming up. And you can listen to the one and only Mike Rice on that call tonight with the pregame show starting at 
630. That'll do it for us. Good night, Northern Colorado.